Welcome to the BWFA Healthy, Wealthy, and Wise podcast series brought to you by Baltimore Washington Financial Advisors. This podcast is informational and not a specific recommendation. Please consult with your financial advisor. Hello, this is Larry Post, Senior Tax and Financial Planning Advisor at Baltimore Washington Financial Advisors. In this episode of Tax Talk, I wanted to talk a little bit about cryptocurrency, crypto assets, and taxes. It is a very, very big item that's looming both in pending legislation by the Senate and the House as well as just in general with more and more um, people getting into the investments, purchasing, selling, gifting, and holding of crypto assets. So let's talk a little bit about the background of cryptocurrencies. They have been around for quite some time, going back into the 1990s, actually. It's just most people didn't hear about them, and with the internet just coming up uh, and providing information, uh, cryptocurrencies have become more and more popular. The most popular cryptocurrency that I think people hear about is Bitcoin. It is a digital currency and it goes back to about 2009. So we're going on about 12 years of Bitcoin as an actual digital currency. Understand what cryptocurrencies are and are not. Obviously they're not paper currencies like the US dollar or the euro. They are not backed by the government and that's a key factor here that cryptocurrencies are not backed by any government. Uh, interesting point about Bitcoin, uh, there are only 21 million units of Bitcoin that can be issued. So there is a maximum number out there. Currently there's about 18 to 19 million Bitcoin units that are already mined. So we only have about uh, two to three million um, units left to mine. There are approximately six to 7,000 cryptocurrencies that exist in the world today. Seems crazy that there's that many and most of us have not heard about most of them. Um, the, the, the biggest reason why people hold or exchange cryptocurrencies is that crypto assets, cryptocurrencies do store value. Because of the limited issuance, they're similar to gold, where there's only a limited amount of gold on this planet, there is a store of value. Unlike the US dollar, which the United States government just issues more. We just print more and issue more because of the unlimited nature of the US dollar. It really doesn't have the same storage of value. As they issue more dollars, the dollar really becomes less valuable and weaker. Um, so there's no control over the amount of US dollars in currency that are circulating. So let's talk a little bit about taxation because that's probably what we're on this podcast for. In 2014, the IRS originally issued guidance and their uh, statement was that cryptocurrencies will be treated as property for tax purposes. So similar to owning stocks and bonds, you have property which can be bought and sold resulting in capital gains and losses. In 2019 the IRS issued Revenue Ruling 2019-24 which uh, issued additional guidance and basically what it says is that most taxpayers will treat cryptocurrencies as if you were buying and selling stock. So similar 
way in which you determine your gain or loss by taking the market value or your sales price uh, less your cost basis the difference being your gain or loss so you treat it the same way the hard part with cryptocurrencies is determining your basis not your sales price we know what it is when you sell those units it's what is your cost basis number one there is no 1099 B issued for cryptocurrencies as the way regulations stand today so you're not going to get your 1099 B like you do when you sell stock in your TD Ameritrade account or your Schwab account you will not get a tax statement saying what you actually sold now the other option is that you are responsible for tracking your basis and that becomes the very hard part if you could have you could have thousands of transactions in um, very very small units and how do you track that you're not necessarily buying and selling a full unit you have fractional pieces of cryptocurrency and how are you tracking each purchase and sale if you have that many transactions now there are ways to track that um, one of the ways if you use uh, an app like coinbase to as your wallet to store your digital currencies they do have an upgraded part of their app that costs money where they will track your transactions and issue you a statement at year end showing your purchases sales basis gains and losses you do pay up for that option the other thing you have to determine is what type of cost basis are you going to use is it fifo lifo um, average cost how are you calculating your basis uh, there is a uh, company out there that has an app it's called coin tracker that's another way to do that and they will actually take all your uh, virtual wallet so if you use coinbase or you use some other virtual wallet to store your currencies they will take the information from all those different um, uh, apps and programs and put them into this coin tracker program and actually be able to calculate your gains and losses obviously for a fee but it may be something worthwhile if you're really going to work in this area of uh, gains and losses um, understand also there's a question that started on the 2020 tax return that said do you have any holdings transactions purchases sales in virtual currency and that's a very misleading question because it isn't just about I bought it and I sold it it could be received as a gift you have to answer yes so it's a very very wide open question which leads you to answer yes there are a few circumstances where you can answer no if you purchase cryptocurrency using US dollars you can answer no to the question that came out from the IRS in March 2021 and they're frequently asked questions if you purchase cryptocurrency using US dollars and are just holding it you can answer no to that question um, and if you purchase cryptocurrency prior years before this question was on the tax return and you are just holding it and you do nothing with it you just hold it you can answer no as well because you don't have any purchases sales exchanges receipt of gifts you have no transactions within the cryptocurrency so holding it isn't the issue a uh, couple other things pending tax legislation so there is some pending legislation in um, this infrastructure bill that the Senate and the House are negotiating with the White House that states that starting in 
tax year 2023, so beginning in 2024, you will receive a, a 1099B must be issued by any um, company that transacts in virtual currency. So whatever account you have, whoever's holding that virtual currency, that transaction has to be reported to the IRS. And again, that would be in 2023 tax year, so 2024 and beyond. Um, but they will not have to track cost basis because they don't know where you got it. You could have gotten it as a gift, you could have gotten it in one wallet, transferred the currency to a new wallet, and then, and then sold it there. They would have no idea your cost basis. So you will still have to track your own cost basis because you can actually have it in a hard wallet so you could have your virtual currency, not with a Coinbase or some other app, but you could actually have your Coinbase stored on a USB drive. Okay, that's considered a hard wallet. You have it, you could transfer it to an app and then sell it. That app would have no idea of what you paid for it. So again, you're responsible for determining your cost basis, 1099Bs. Again, that's pending legislation, nothing has been passed. And the last thing I'll say is that IRS letters are coming, okay? Once they determine that you've had transactions, you've reported them, they may want you to prove your basis. We need to see the information on how you calculated your basis. We need to see your purchases. When did you make those? So you will need records. And that's why apps like Coinbase or Cointracker may be very beneficial, especially if you get a notice and have to now prove the information. You really, really are gonna to have to be able to come up with how you calculated this. So just be on the lookout for different letters from the IRS um, regarding these virtual currency transactions. That's all I wanted to go over to today. Um, it's gonna to become more and more important as we move forward with more and more people involved in this. We'll see how it starts to flush out as the big firms, whether they get into actually allowing you to transact um, virtual currencies on their platforms like TD Ameritrade, the Schwabs, the Fidelities, the Vanguards, are they gonna allow you to do it on their platforms and not? And then we'll see how they will be able to track gains and losses for you. That's it for today. Have a good day. Thanks for listening. For questions, more information, or to schedule a conversation, please contact Baltimore Washington Financial Advisors. Past performance is no measure or guarantee of future returns. Investing in securities involves risk, including the risk of principal. The securities and services mentioned here may not be suitable for every investor. You should discuss these with your advisor prior to making a final determination based on your risk tolerance, your investment objectives, and your financial situation. Baltimore Washington Financial Advisors is a registered investment advisor.